0: Is health and wellness snacking giant Quest Nutrition positioned to take advantage of the current COVID-19 retailing environment? So as predicted on a recent Instagram post last week, total shameless plug to follow me and my daily content on that social media platform, but I kind of was mentioning that Simply Good Foods was gonna be very confident in their business performance, the outlook of their business in the face of COVID-19, but they were going to be forced to pull guidance like pretty much every publicly traded company because of the huge amount of uncertainty during the short term. And that's exactly what Simply Good Foods did and some of the commentary in which they talked about in the presentation in some of the risk footnotes of the financials and also on the earnings call. They kind of were saying, hey, things are going pretty good. We're, we're progressing past our budgeted numbers, but we also know there's a ton of uncertainty. Things could change on a dime here, and we really can't have some guidance out there that we're going to get killed on the back end when we don't meet these numbers. we got to kind of wipe the slate clean, and that's what you're seeing across all publicly traded companies at this point, regardless if they're in a strong place. Uh, they're also seeing some resistance and some risk exposure on a ton of different areas of their business. So it's just better just to wipe the slate clean like everybody else. And when there's certainty back into the system, into the market, then you could put those guidance numbers back out there. So I want to kind of talk about the Simply Good Foods company within kind of three areas here. And I'm going to be talking about the Quest, Nutrition, Atkins Nutritionals, kind of product mix. Also want to talk about kind of their channel strategy, how those brands match up in the channel strategy of the COVID-19 kind of retailing environment right now. And then I also want to just talk about the supply chain how they're making sure their supply chain is going to be strong. And then also just like the balance sheet, how that looks. And if they're going to be able to sustain everything from like a business continuity type of a perspective. So first, just talking about Quest and Atkins uh, products, what do they sell? Honestly, being that they sell kind of health and wellness stacking type of products, it's a great place to be at right now. There is some kind of counter things from a consumer behavior standpoint that are maybe not, helping it completely. So you're seeing healthy snacking being something that's accelerating because a lot of the consumers are now closer to their pantry. So they are able to grab snacks pretty easy, uh, much more frequently than they would. But there's also like a on the go aspect of these products. And because of that you are not on the go. You can't go anywhere. It's restricted living right now. So unfortunately, that's hurting some of the convenient kind of snacking options of this in terms of some of the products and where they're placed at. But nutritionally dense, like food supplements, is growing really quick right now. A lot of people are having issues maybe finding high quality protein or maybe some products that are a little bit better for them, healthier for them in terms of this time of a global health pandemic. And they're choosing to switch things into products that Quest Nutrition and Atkins Nutrition sell a lot of. So they're seeing that trend work in their benefit. And then you're also seeing some like a substitution effect. Um, some different data has kind of been put out there in terms of like, if you're in a freezer, say like a quest pizza, and normally somebody would buy a DiGiorno pizza, like a conventional type of a pizza, they might be making a switch over to a better for you right now because of the global health scare. And then there's also some switching that are happening just because of out of stocks, if you can't buy, you know, the first or second type of pizza that you like, and then there's a quest nutrition pizza sitting there, maybe still, you're more than likely just going to buy that because you want the product category, you're willing to take chances on new brands because there's no other kind of options that are on the shelf. Not to say that the Quest Nutrition Pizzas are any bad, or it's just one of the things that are happening with the retail environment right now. Now to kind of shift into like the channel strategy aspect of this with Quest and Atkins, I actually think Quest is in a little bit softer of a position here. They do have some better areas that they benefit than Atkins, being that they do sell a lot of stuff online. They do sell a lot of things through Amazon. So those things are going to be working in their benefit, but they also sell a good amount of things uh, through the convenience channel. And at this point, the convenience stores are not selling this frequency of some of these kind of grab-and-go type items. So that is a little bit of a drag on Quest Nutrition. But I think net-net, they're probably coming out pretty close to where they should be at anyways. Now, on Atkins' nutritional side, their strengths are in places where things are working out really well. So food, club, mass, they do great there. So they're really in a place like position from a channel strategy perspective where they're positioned, they are doing extremely well in terms of that. So you're going to see some growth here. Now, what's kind of breaking everything down, there's obviously great placements um, that both of these companies have. They're placed in really good, strong areas, but there's shopping behavior changes that are going on right now that are causing a little less than stellar performance. And that's because of consumers moving into this like convenience uh, quick shopping trip type of mentality where they're going to where they need to go as quick as possible try not to you know uh, touch a bunch of things and potentially get sick so being that a lot of the products that Quest Nutrition and Atkins Nutritional sell, being that they're on kind of the outskirts, the active nutrition kind of section, the healthy living sections, the HABA sections, like those are a little bit outside of where consumers generally go straight beeline a lot of times, maybe center aisle. So that's causing some issues in terms of maybe people not seeing the products um, because they're not placed in the right sections. Now, just kind of some final comments around the supply chain and the balance sheet. These are going to be important things to kind of focus on, especially all businesses, but definitely. um, consumer packaged goods businesses. Simply Good Foods Company, being that this is run by some really good operators. I think they did a much better job than what you're going to see from some of the competitors um, in this space in terms of getting ahead of what was happening with COVID-19. The leadership team was in extensive kind of communications with uh, their 3PL, their contract manufacturers, their ingredient suppliers. They're making sure that they had coverage, they had flexibility. So they were saying that those partnerships, the communication they've had with those uh, third-party supply chain people were robust. They're ready to go. They've increased a little bit of their um, inventory on hand, normally being maybe five to six weeks of coverage in terms of product. Now they're moving those things up to like 10 uh, weeks, maybe eight weeks or so. So you're seeing them kind of get ready. They were able to add capacity early when some of the contract manufacturers maybe had some extra uh, line time and things like that. They grabbed it as quick as possible to make sure that they were going to be in stock for maybe any interruptions around this uncertainty of COVID-19. Now they also pulled $25 million from their revolving credit line in March. of 2020 and this was basically for a few different reasons primarily to make sure that they were increasing their inventory for some of the increased kind of growth um, velocities that they were seeing in some of their bigger sales channels so they needed to make sure they had the proper product to make sure that those um, distribution centers and stores and things were stocked with product appropriately especially with just kind of some crazy uh, things that were happening around March with some of these retail channels and they also did this just to kind of create some financial flexibility um, Making sure that they could make the proper decisions that were going to be focused long term. I mean, they need to get through whatever they need to get through through the short term. They're going to be coming out pretty good in this situation, anyways, but they need to make sure they're always having the appropriate uh, cash available to them to make long term focused decisions. They don't want to be always just cutting off their leg to stay alive. They want to make sure that they are fully intact for whenever the clouds kind of clear and the sun starts coming out. Uh, they want to make sure that they have the available assets, the available flexibility they're able to be in a strong position to take advantage of maybe some other people's weak position. And now they also just talked about um, some of the maybe increases and... you know, decreases, um, kind of have counteracting things that are having with COVID-19 on the kind of expense side of things. They did make some comments around some added, maybe cost of their distribution because they need to retain some employees. They need to deal with some things from the safety perspective to make sure that products kept flowing out of their distribution centers. So that was going to be a little bit of a cost increase in which they're saying, but they're saying to counter that uh, you can't travel anywhere. You can't do a lot of those things. So a lot of that stuff that should be on the, the sales general and side of things, the SGNA and account, that's going to drop off. They're also seeing some trade marketing and things kind of fall off a little bit in terms of what they need to kind of put on for people to pull product off the shelf. So they're saying all that's going to be like a net-net similar situation.